Hello, hello. What's up, what's good? Ni hao, bonjour. Hey up. Welcome to the Any Given Runway Show. I'm your host, Randall Carlton Green. Any Given Runway celebrates the exploration of new cultures by highlighting some of the most interesting, creative, and athletic people in the world. Everyone has a story. Each person a scholar. Fabulous show for today. With an incredibly talented guest. And our first Latvian athlete on the show. Squash athlete from Latvia, Ineta Matkavica is our guest. Ineta is a nine-time Latvian national champion in squash, competing in events on the PSA Tour and the PSA World Series. On today's episode, Ineta reflects on the added pressures of being a repeating champion and the mental routines that help her have the right frame of mind on match day. Finally, Ineta shares with us some of her recommendations for Latvia and the locations around the world in which she has traveled and cherishes the most. Love my conversation with Ineta, incredible athlete, but also a very intellectual and intelligent human. Thrilled for you guys to meet her. So let's go ahead and bring on Latvian squash champion, Ineta Matkavica, and let's learn. When was it that you first picked up the squash racket? Actually, it was uh, pretty late if you compare to others. Uh, I don't know exact year, but my oldest sister really, uh, she introduced me with squash, but I was playing tennis back then. I played tennis since I was six years old. And it must have been sometime around when I was 14, but it was like a month of training uh, because tennis was my priority. And then only 2008, I really picked it up to play actually. When was it that you realized that squash was a future? And it probably was difficult at the time to be like, well, I'm going to give up on tennis and I'm going to focus on squash. So when was that? And what was it that helped you realize that that was your future? Well, uh, tennis was, I played tennis less and less, actually, because uh, we all were growing up. The group of people I played with uh, uh, started to move somewhere after high school, after secondary school and everything. So I played less and less. and. Since my, my relative invited me to play and he thought I would be really good and uh, he invited to play me uh, uh, with his buddies and they all said, yeah, you will be the champion and stuff like that. I never believed that, but <laughs> I mean, I like challenges. So uh, I just started to train like I, I had nothing to lose. There was yeah. a national championship coming up. Like I think it was like two months after I started uh, the first time, and I was thinking I have nothing to lose. I'll just try it. I'll have some fun. I I'll meet new people, and uh, yeah, I became fourth in that championship. So <laughs> I fourth. think that's a really good result. <laughs> yeah, fourth in that one, but overall nine times you've been the Latvian national champion. So after you win the first. How much added pressure is there to be the repeat champion once you've already won it for the first time, and especially since you've done this eight more times? Yeah, well, uh, after that first championship, when I got the first fourth place, um, I don't want to sound arrogant, but <laughs> the story is uh, I there was a tournament maybe a month or two after that one, and I beat all the players on the podium. Uh, number one, two, and three from that championship. I beat them all in the quarters, in the semis, and in the final. And since then, nobody beat me ever. Yeah. <laughs> in Latvia, I mean. Uh, 
yeah, it's quite interesting. So, uh, but I'm the only professional player now, and I actually I don't live in Latvia anymore. I live in Germany now. Mm. Like that's my training base. Uh, so actually, I know that nobody is training as much as I do. So I don't feel too much stress about that. The actually a bigger challenge is to get to Latvia at that time when they host the, the they do the championship because I have uh, the world tour to play and there are tournaments going on all season and it's I mean sometimes it's important more important for me to be in those uh, professional tournaments than yeah. in the national championship and that actually happened last year so I'm not the defending champion anymore <laughs> for the first time in 10 years yeah Mentally, how do you make sure that you're in the, the right frame of mind on, on a match day? What's your routine that you have? Actually, the routine, it starts already the day before my match. Mm -hmm. uh, because if, if I haven't figured out the next day, I will probably go to sleep and I will not be able to sleep because I would just think about it all the time. What would be the best for me? I mean, it can change, of course. And my plan depends on the match time as well. But uh, yeah, I want to be prepared uh, on the previous day. And uh, so then on the next day, I'm really confident about myself. Like I, I have enough time to do everything and I know exactly what I want to do. Uh, so it brings some calmness in me, <laughs> less stress. <laughs> Well, in order to be as successful as long as you have, you've had to adapt your training over time. Obviously, the things that you did when you were younger, you probably can't do anymore. And with that also, you've learned a lot more. So you know a lot more about the sport. And you have a lot more wisdom. So how have things changed over the time? And, and what do you know now that you wish you had known when you first started? Well, that's a, that's a really tough question. <laughs> like everyone has those moments, right? When yeah. they, they wish they knew something earlier, right? Uh, but... Yeah, the training, uh, I think I train way smarter now. Mm -hmm. uh, back then, yeah, of course, I was more fit. And actually, I was doing university as well at the same time. And I mean, at the moment, I couldn't imagine doing that because it was really tough. It's like having a full-time job and a career professionally. So, yeah, it's a bit tough, but... If uh, if you ask me now, I would just say like I I wish I was more relaxed about it. I would enjoy it more because I always want too much of myself, and I always want to show people like those who support me like uh, show how I can achieve something, or I don't know to show my sponsors that I'm worth it or something. But I mean, it's just pushing, putting too much pressure on myself. So. I would try, have tried to avoid that from the beginning. <laughs> now, this year has been incredibly difficult for athletes, especially competitors. So how have you handled the challenges that have come with this year? Yeah, this year was a, it still is a big challenge. <laughs> I mean, nothing has stopped, has it? Anyway, yeah, it was a bit of a shock at first, but I think I handled it well because uh, there was a lockdown uh, and I really don't mind spending time by myself for a while and I could catch up on some things like uh, make my apartment more cozy because I've, I'm traveling so much I never had time to do that 
And then, yeah, I could, uh, I could think uh, about a lot of things I couldn't before. Like, I couldn't pay attention that much. I was actually pretty happy. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and for me, it was kind of a really long off-season because we have off-season in squash uh, from around June till August, three months. Now it was just like from March or April till August. And I was really happy to get back to tournaments in September, but now, uh, now it starts again that uh, countries are closing down almost. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I mean, we still have to figure it out, and including me. It's been a tough time for everyone. So uh, most important for me is to keep my motivation high, to keep training, and to see those goals even though i don't know i don't know anything about next year yeah. how it's going to be so yeah additionally how do you balance your squash career with also your engineering career oh uh, yeah i work uh, only part-time mm. and only sometimes as a building estimator mm. like i i calculate uh the costs uh when you want to build say a house or any building like I calculate the material, the labor, and the uh, equipment that you need to do that. Um, and yeah, I, I I'm really lucky with my job because uh, I can do it. I can plan my own time. Say there's a project and there's a deadline, and I can adapt my hours when I want to work. And uh, so actually that. That helps me a lot, and since I'm a civil engineer, uh, I graduated, uh, I don't know, a few years ago. <laughs> so this is not just a paper for me in the bookshelf. It's, uh, I actually keep uh, doing something in my career, uh, uh, engineering. Uh, I, enjoy it, I enjoy it a lot. I like it, and uh, I'm just happy I can do both because actually it's really difficult to be an engineer and a it is. It's incredibly difficult. I'm curious, are there certain aspects from engineering that has helped you in squash? And then conversely, are there certain aspects of squash that have helped you as an engineer? Oh, well, uh, yes, I, I would say so. I mean, in both, you really have to think, you have to figure things out and you have to predict. Um, like yeah, in engineering, you have to calculate so many things and you have to remember what's going to be there, what impact can you make on different kind of surfaces. And squash is the same. You can, there are so many options, what you can do in the game, what shots you can play. So it's this figuring out, uh, I would say that's helped both <laughs> quite yeah. a lot. Squash has taken you all around the world. And you even, like you said, you live in Germany. Of all the countries you've visited, which are the ones that you still daydream and think about? Of those that I've visited, uh, I liked South Africa quite a lot because uh, it's really different, and I like to be by the sea. Uh, actually, it's the ocean there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually spent there one 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 and a half weeks more than I than I had a tournament. Like I went there for two tournaments, so. My aunt was living there but then, and it's a good reason to visit, right? So I really liked it. I actually loved it. And the other one is uh, 
I like Malaysia a lot as well. I really want to go back there. Yeah. Wow. Those are completely uh, different too, between South Africa and Malaysia. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great combination. How about for people? Yeah, are, but I like to be by the seaside and by the water. I mean, the ocean is perfect. So yeah. I love it. And even <laughs> Latvia as well. So for someone visiting your country, what would be your recommendations there? Uh, Latvia has a quite a long coast as well. Yeah. <laughs> We're by the sea. And uh, yeah, it's a small country actually, but it, it actually has a lot to offer. Uh, I grew up by the beach, so my suggestion is go in the summer and go to the beach. <laughs> I mean, you can find uh, crowded places where you can find bars by the sea and everything. And there are also quiet places where you can just hang out, enjoy the stillness. But uh, yeah, we have a lot of forest as well. Like Basically, the nature is really beautiful in Latvia. And also... I mean, you've been to Riga, right? So yes. many, many friends uh, tell me they love Riga, but when I ask them why, they cannot really answer me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really nice to visit, of course. And uh, there's more smaller towns around as well. And they, every one of them have their own vibe. And yeah, it's really nice. I really highly suggest visit <laughs> yeah is there a specific food or drink that people need to have when they visit yeah rika black balsam <laughs> it's whether you like it or whether you don't like there's no middle <laughs> yeah and what is that uh it's a spirit it's like uh i don't know a liquid <laughs> okay alcohol. okay yeah yeah okay <laughs> it's a uh, black and yeah it has a very specific taste some, t uh, some say it tastes like medicine, but I disagree with that. <laughs> so, yeah, you just have to try that. <laughs> I, I didn't have that last time, so I'm going to have to put that at the top of my list for, for next time. What yeah, are your <laughs> Yeah, what are your future goals, plans for 2021, and, and what do you want from the new year? Ooh, what I want is <laughs> things to go back to normal. <laughs> But uh, yeah, anyway, I'm 54 now in the world and I really want to crack that top 50. That's my first little goal. But yeah, I'm just at the moment, I'm just focusing that on that. I want to get back on tour. I want to go back stronger as I were before because before the lockdown started, things, things were actually starting to go really well. And I was improving and then it just stopped. So yeah, my goal is to get back stronger to show everyone I can play better squash. Um, and then I've been competing with like top 30 or even top 20 players and I realize I'm not that far from them. So I want to get closer and closer to them and beat them. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. I, I look forward to it. You did mention earlier uh, that you, have been enjoyed a lot of the alone time you said to make your work on your apartment work on other things so I'm, I'm curious are, are you a reader and if so during that time what have been your favorite books that you've read I really like to read uh, but I haven't read much okay. during the pandemic <laughs> okay we can but, skip that question uh, then we can skip that one no, 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 no. it's it's fine uh, I read uh, Rich Roll's uh, book Finding mm -hmm. Ultra and so uh, I liked it a lot like it's very inspiring. Uh, I found out quite a few things from there as well. And it helps me as well. There are some 
nice recipes too. And actually, I've been cooking quite a lot during the pandemic as well. So <laughs> that's another thing I improved. Well, perfect. How can people stay up to date with your career and follow along your journey? Uh, social media, I guess. <laughs> I'm on Instagram and Facebook and not that active, but I'm on Twitter as well. And I'm not sure, actually. I think you can find me as a Ineta Squash in all of them. Mm -hmm. So I'm the only Ineta in Squash, I think. And <laughs> I'm the <laughs> only Latvian pro in Squash. So. Well, this was great. I'm, okay, I'm, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank and, you so uh, much. Thank you so much. I look forward to watching your career continue on. Happy holidays, huh? Happy holidays as well. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Much appreciation to Ineta. Be sure to give her a follow on social media. You can find her on Instagram, Ineta Squash. Real quick, I also wanted to mention the passing of my former teacher and mentor, Dr. Robert Troidel. You'll see his name mentioned a couple times in my newest book. Uh, his very last text to me was him checking in to making sure I had voted. Uh, he was an unforgettable man and was a pillar of integrity and provided stability for countless of his students. Dr. Robert Troidel, someone I'll never forget. My new book, Curiosity, is currently available on Amazon. Curiosity celebrates the knowledge that strangers have to offer. Everyone has unique expertise and endless wisdom awaits the perpetually curious. Featuring 200 episodes from the Any Given Runway show, Curiosity explores the diverse lives of athletes, adventurers, and performers. From daring voyages across the Atlantic to unforgettable performances in the West End, Curiosity celebrates the sophisticated thing we call life. Everyone has a story. Each person is a scholar. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. I'll see you on the road. Aviento. <laughs>